Welcome to Shorts with Tara and Jill. This is Jill. And this is Tara. Hi, Jill. <laughs> Hello, Tara. <laughs> okay, so I wanted to kick off with like a new a fashion thing that I'm kind of into right now, which is caftans. I'm not sure if I really own a caftan. I own a long... How do you? How would you define a caftan? You're the style expert. I believe it's, you know, it's like a dress, but not because it's like, it hangs more, but it can have some definition in the waist sometimes. And, um, but it's very flowy, right? So very comfortable to wear. In fact, funny you should say that because I was just on Nantucket for an event over the weekend and there were a lot of women wearing them and so cute. I think the thing to pay attention to is don't let it overwhelm your body. Like you don't want to look bigger than you are. So the bigger you go, obviously, the bigger you'll seem, which is not probably the, what your goal is. So try to find one that kind of does, because sometimes they do um, tailor a little bit towards the waistline and then not too much, but you know, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. Um, yeah. But I do believe that's a trend right now and I, I'm digging it. Yeah, so I I love a caftan. I mean, so I have like shorter calf. I have a shorter caftan that I bought a long time ago as like a cover up, mm-hmm. but it's like silky. Um, I should actually trot that thing out again. But and then I have longer. I have a long thing that I'm not sure you would qualify it as a caftan. I think it's more of like a kurdah, if that mm-hmm. makes any sense. Anyways, but I was inspired because. I like to your point, I've always sort of hesitated with caftans because I don't want to look voluminous. Um, but the reason I like them, the, the, the idea of them is because there's like nothing touching your body, which is my thing right now in this heat is like, I can't even put a normal bra on. Um, so, and then yesterday I was flipping through Instagram and I noticed, um, do you, do you follow Grace Atwood? No. From the Every Girl. So Grace Atwood, um, I just love everything. I mean, she just, she gives great, um, mostly like book recommendations, but also products and fashion. And um, she had a whole post, blog post on her favorite caftans. And I went on and took a look and it was like a lot of them. I'm like, ooh, I'd love that. And they're not cheap. I mean, they could be like hundreds of dollars yeah, at least. I'm actually looking right now and... um Yes, some, I mean, could get some, but some, you know, it looks like they started like some like $200, $150. So it's not cheap. Anthropology has one that's like $90, but yeah. But again, I love the idea. I think you just have to be really mindful of how it fits your body. Um, they tend to be longer, which the length isn't such an issue as the width when you're wearing it. Yeah, like I noticed a lot of them have kind of open, open sleeves, but then they come in at the waist, which is good. And they almost have like an empire waist. So Um, I have a client who only wears dolman sleeves. And so a lot of the captains have a dolman sleeve, which I think is very, first of all, it's very airy. (laughs) So it gives you the air that you're looking for. Yeah. And it's a, it's a nice look. A lot of women who don't want to wear sleeveless, they would wear that. So yeah, I'm into it. So my goal is to see if I could find a caftan that could be dressy enough to wear to Sophie's bat mitzvah next year. 
And that way, <laughs> it's like the easiest thing. Or I, or I could just wear like a blanket. <laughs> I think it's that's a great idea, especially because it's, I feel like this trend is just starting like again. So mm-hmm. um, I'm sure people have been wearing it for a long time, but I think the trend is now starting again. So I bet you'll be able to find something really beautiful. Um, and that's such a great thing to wear because it's unique. Yeah. Um, so also in fashion news, I just have to tell you that we were, Sean and I were out for dinner last weekend and, um, it was so, we were sitting outside and it was so hot out and we went to this really, really, really good restaurant that we've been to once before it's in Southie. Um, and you know, it was a beautiful night, great food, hot, but great food, fun drinks, but, you know, there were like homeless people like right there yelling, throwing things and whatever. And it was, I just, anyways, but so, but we were sitting next to this couple and, and so the woman's back was to us and she had on this like very uh, interesting kind of wrap thing and with a huge inside out label on the back. So it was L'Envin and it was, the whole thing was inside out. She must have put the wrap on like the wrong way. I don't even know how she physically wrapped it because I mean the, the label, the label was like twice the size of a business oh card. <laughs> and I, I'm like, do I say something? That's <laughs> like, awesome. No. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean that's funny. I, I'm thinking there's so many times when I'm shooting downtown and not like get in the car and then go get like a coffee or something. And I have, you know, my tags all hanging out. Yeah. And people so many times are like, um, do you know you're retagging? You know? But, <laughs> but I think it probably was hard for her to put the ensemble together inside out, but she did it. I know. Yeah. And then I was like, well, maybe that's, it's a fashion statement. Maybe like having the label on the outside is a fashion statement. <laughs> we could be in the, um, but so Tara, I have to tell you, I have recently been a little obsessed with um, this one podcast called Fed Up. Do you remember, you probably, I, tr- I tried this diet a few years ago called F Factor, which was like very high fiber diet. And, um, I actually like the diet and I kind of believed in, I do believe in the theory, like just basically high fiber and it's, and it's watching your calories and everything else, but it's like focusing on, um, making sure you're getting enough fiber. And when I was trying this diet, there was this whole controversy going on with the founder and of F factor and this, this influencer, this fashion influencer. And I remember being like glued to my Instagram and like, cause, cause they were fighting and like going back and forth and all of these other influencers kept like, like jumping in and commenting. And can you just give us a little gist of what the, what it was, the issue was? Yeah. Yeah. So the claim was, um, somebody came forward and said, I think it started when somebody came forward and said that they had a miscarriage and Um, the doctor who sort of diagnosed what might've happened with the miscarriage found uh, like certain heavy metals in this person's, I'm going to get this wrong, but found certain heavy metals in this person's bloodstream 
And the person went back and looked at what she had been eating and she'd been eating some of the products put out by F Factor and so tied, you know, her heavy metals to the products. And so that started this whole controversy. And then basically, I think the influencer kind of got all these people to come forward with other stories of issues with the F Factor products. Um, And this whole fight ensued. Um, which I'm not going to, I'm not going to do it justice. So if anyone's interested, you should go listen to fed up, um, which actually documents like the whole story, but I love listening to it. Cause I actually was witnessing it as it was happening. So I'm like, I was there I remember you, that. when you got privy to the information and you started hearing it. Did you stop immediately? I did. I was, so I, I had the powder. So they, the two big products are these protein bars and um, protein powder, high fiber protein powder. And so I was using the powder. Not, It's not really meal replacement. I mean, I guess it could be because it is very filling. Um, but it's just like if you want like a, it's like a protein powder, whatever. So I would, I would actually like bake with it and I would make shakes with it. And um, I didn't love it. It made me pretty bloated, but whatever. Um, I did like the bars though a lot, but then all these claims, you know, came out and the company had at the time refused to release information on their certificate of something or other. And so I was like, this doesn't feel good. And the powders are really expensive. So I was like, you know what? Eh, I don't really need this. And, you know, I can have other things that'll give me fiber, but, um, I think it's been pretty, it's, it's been, it was, I think, I think there's at least one, if not multiple lawsuits happening, um, both ways. Like it's a pretty bad. And it's going on, I believe. I think it's still going on. Yeah. But I love these podcasts where you can binge a little bit. Like, so you, it's not just like one episode, but you can actually listen to a bunch of them with this one. You can't really, unless you're a member of Wondery, cause they, they release them like one at a time. Um, but, uh, but I'm sort of into, into podcasts like that recently. Another one that I love since you asked, um, (laughs) is, uh, something was wrong. This one, I feel like this is not one you should listen to only because it's like people who have been through very, um, damaging, relationships or situations that have gone on for a very long time and the the victim sort of comes on and tells their story in multiple episodes so it's really just like listening to these people who found themselves somehow in these really really terrible terrible relationships or situations abusive or you know some sort of addiction or whatever and uh but for someone like me who didn't grow up around any of this it's interesting to hear these people's stories and what do you um, like about the story do you like the outcome of how they overcame or do you just like the all of it because you can't believe what they've been through it's really i can't believe what they've been through like i'm always i always marvel i love i love stories about serial killers or like anything because i marvel at how crazy people are and like how like the depths of depravity, like it's just the craziness. I marvel at how somebody could, because there's usually a central figure, right? There's usually like a boyfriend who's nuts or whatever. 
And it's like, how could somebody be, how does somebody end up where they are so abusive or just so effed up in the head to, to do things to other people that are just terrible? Like, how does that happen? Yeah. That's like, and it goes both ways because who, how effed up do you have to be to stay in that situation? Like that, it goes twofold because it's one thing to be that crazy, right? And then it's another to yeah. stay with crazy because there's got to be a little crazy to stay with crazy or something happened to you that you stay with that. Well, that's the latest one that I listened to on something was wrong. It was the story of this woman who stayed in a very abusive relationship for a very long time. I mean, she overdosed because of this guy and still, and then she got pregnant with this guy's oh. baby, like just went on and on and on and on. And it's like, but when she's telling the story on the podcast, it's like she's standing outside of the whole situation and is like, so yeah, so I just did this and then I did that and then I did this and then I did that. And, but it's like within that moment, weren't you, weren't you questioning like, why are you still with this nut job? And like, and where were your friends and family? Like, didn't some, like, why did nobody intervene here? Um, so anyway, so that's another favorite of mine. And then kind of along the same lines, I love anything to do with like cults or like extreme religion. And so there's a show called trust me, a, a podcast that's called trust me that um, basically like interviews people who have been in a cult or who were like, like the one I just listened to is the, someone who was in the Branch Davidians, like grew up in the Waco thing um, and escaped. So, uh, yes. And then two others, Tara, since you asked. Um, Scamfluencers. So this is like a really entertaining podcast about basically scam artists who are in this new social, social media age and just like how they manage to scam a lot of people. Um, and then finally, um, there's a podcast that I love listening to intermittently because some of the episodes are a little too like turbo fitness for me, but it's called strong and lean at any age. And it's, um, a woman, I think her name is Susan Neerberger, who is, um, she sort of helps guide people who are over generally over 50, I think maybe 40, 50, um, in like fitness, fitness journey and topics. And she's very like realistic about it. And, um, what I like about her is she's very no nonsense and she's like, your age is not standing in the way of you getting in shape. So get going. <laughs> so it's a good kick in the pants. You know, I, I love all those suggestions. That's great. And you know what I find, and I don't know how you feel about this, but a lot of women our age-ish on Instagram right now feel like they are these people that are telling you how to live your life right now. Like mm -hmm. you should be because I am and this is love. And so I don't know how I have a mixed bag of feelings about that because here I am, I obviously I'm fashion and beauty and lifestyle, but I also am not telling you like, you like, I don't know, the way I present it is very different than some of these other people. I think you kind of understand what I'm saying. Yes. Yeah. So it's an interesting, it seems to be a trend right now of what's happening with the social media influencer type women. And um, I would want to say it's preaching because it's not, but it has a little bit of that. 
Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, I can't say I follow a ton of people that who are our age. Um, but yeah, you have to learn to just to take the pieces that you want to take from it, you know? So like, there's one I know both of us follow who is very um, ardent about certain topics. And I, I love like what I love watching her stories and listening to her. But after a little while, I'm like, you know, that's not me. And then I'll flip over to something else. But it doesn't mean I don't it doesn't mean I unfollow her. I just like right. pick and choose what I and I think that with these podcasts, I'm sure you do the same. I'm more like the health or fitness ones. I'm sure you, yeah. you want from it. So, yeah. Yeah. So there's one um, that I listen to, or there's a, there's a woman I follow who does Pilates and Pilates inspired workouts. And she has a very, like a whole lifestyle thing. And she's got a podcast now and I'm not going to say who it is, but um it, I, I like her workouts and um, I like some of the things in her stories. I cannot listen to her podcast because I find it's not that it's not that she's preachy. It's just, I don't know. I, it's, I, I find myself being like, how could anybody actually have a life like this? Like, I'm, it's just not believable. It's not relatable. Yeah. Well, that's a huge piece of anything that you do. It needs to be relatable or people aren't going to be interested. Right. So, yeah. um, so that's interesting. Well, thank you, Jill. I now know what to listen to because I don't listen to any podcasts at bars. So, um, I will, uh, I will try some of these. I won't try the, the cult thing I think is like so interesting, but it, I can't even wrap my head around that. Yeah, it's, it's cool. I mean, and particularly like these people live to tell the story. But yeah, you should stay away from something was wrong. And trust me. Okay. But scam influencers is interesting. Okay. And fed up is interesting. <laughs> so but anybody if anyone has questions or wants more suggestions of podcasts, I'm here for it. Thanks, Joe. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. We would love to answer any of your questions on future episodes of shorts. Bermuda shorts, jean shorts, short shorts, boy shorts, tennis shorts, cargo shorts, pleated shorts, running shorts, board shorts.